The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Friend of a Friend. It's your host, Liv Perez. Happy New Year. I think I'm still allowed to say that. I always think about that Curb Your Enthusiasm episode with Larry David where he's like, if you are still saying Happy New Year on like the ninth day of the new year, you have to stop. It's not okay. Like it's only okay for like the first few days and then it's annoying. We're now at day eight. So I feel like I'm teetering the line. Maybe you guys will be my last people that I've said Happy New Year to. Then again, we didn't have week one of friend of a friend. So it's my first time talking to you guys this new year and I feel like it's warranted. I hope you guys had an incredible holiday off, whether you were with family traveling, whatever it was. I hope it was super restful and rejuvenating and that you're excited for a new year. I hope that you've also had a great first week back. I feel like that first week back feels like that first week back after summer in September. It's always like a little bit itchy and uncomfortable. And there's all those things that you put off in December that you have to dive into now. So I hope all those things have been smooth and that it's been a good start to your year. I stayed home this holiday season, which kind of was a first for me. I haven't done that in a while. And I got to say, I loved it so much. I loved not having to fly home on January 2nd with a bunch of people. I loved not having to reacclimate. I loved not like traveling during peak season and having to deal with like peak prices and all of that. It was really relaxing in like the truest sense. I was sleeping like 10 hours every night. I got an aura ring for Christmas. So my aura ring was letting me know. I was just hanging out with my family and my dog and my fiance. And it was really, really great. Everybody was in town. So it felt nice to just chill and truly do nothing. Even on vacation, I feel like I'm busy. Like, I don't remember the last time I went on a truly relaxing vacation where I wasn't doing anything. Like, vacation now, I feel like it's like, I want to adventure and I want to try all the food. And like, obviously, of course, I have to take really good photos while I'm there. So I'm like, I got the content out of the trip. So it's like, there's just a lot of layers to a vacation now that I feel like I'm not truly as relaxed as maybe I was when I was younger going away for the holidays. And so it was nice to stay home and actually take some time off and do a whole lot of nothing. I did a lot of adulting too. I like went to the DMV, got my license renewed, paid my taxes early, did my expenses, got my finances organized. Between all of that and getting the aura ring, I actually do feel like I'm entering 2024 as my best self. So (laughs) let's see. I got a new laptop, which by the way, if you're looking to like declutter your life, one, my first tip is always going to be clean out your closet. But two, it's going to be like wipe your computer and start fresh because I truly feel like I just got rid of like so much stuff that I wasn't using. I reorganized my Dropbox file. Like my life is in Zen right now. And I plan to keep it that way in 2024. No more excess files, no more excess images. I think my final frontier of getting organized for 2024 will be going through the 170,000 photos on my iPhone. If any of you have any tips on how to get rid of that, please let me know because I know there are so many doubles and I know you can get rid of the multiples, but like I have just so many other photos that I just don't need. I wish that there was like an app that would just scrub a lot of photos for me. So again, jumping into the new year, feeling really fresh, really organized and put together. We don't really have that many times during the year where everyone is collectively off. And it was nice to use that time wisely. But also if you went on vacation, that sounds really lovely too. So of course, as we're kicking off the new year here on Friend of a Friend, there is no better way, in my opinion, than to kick off the new year with some news in the fashion world. I feel like the fashion world loves to drop crazy news right before we're about to break for the holiday or as we are 
starting the new year. It just feels really on brand. I remember last year was when Alessandra McKelly was leaving Gucci. There were just so many crazy things that happened during the holidays that really sent everyone into unrelaxing mode. So definitely a habit of the fashion industry, but there's just so much going on. Maybe it's not clickbaity news, but I feel like there's just a lot going on in the fashion space right now that's going to set us up for the new year. So I'm going to run through a few things today that I have really been paying attention to that I think will be so good for you guys to know as we go into the new year. So let's get into it. The first topic I want to bring up is e-commerce. There's another method of shopping that has really come to my attention in the past few weeks. And it's been something that I think has kind of tried to make its way into the popular sphere for a little while now. But I think it's really having a moment with the rise of TikTok. And that's live shopping. I don't know how you guys feel about this. I've been seeing such an increase in live shopping since TikTok shop launched. And what's interesting about it is I don't even really think I like TikTok shop. The experience of it is really jarring to me. It doesn't feel authentic and it doesn't feel natural. On Instagram, for example, when I pass a piece of content that might be sponsored or whatever it is, at least it feels a little bit organic and native to the platform. The TikTok shop user experience, like the orange letters at the bottom, makes it feel like I'm immediately taken out of like my TikTok scrolling moment. It's just really jarring. And I feel like it needs a little bit more of a cohesive brand identity. But I do think the impact of it and this idea of people talking to the camera is infiltrating fashion in so many other ways. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you saw that I did a live shopping event with Walmart and Who What Wear at the beginning of December to talk about my favorite affordable holiday buys. And it was such a success. It was such a blast, by the way. It's definitely something I want to do more of in 2024. There were so many people in this channel who were engaged and wanted to have that one-on-one experience of watching a person interact with the product before they buy it. And I absolutely loved it. If I was a consumer, it's something I would engage in too. And I actually watch a lot of my friends who do Amazon lives and love as a viewer and a customer engaging in those moments and seeing how they explain it and seeing how they use it in their homes. I think it's such a fun marketing medium. There's an app called Pop Shop Live, which I heard of last year and was really interested in. I saw a lot of creators basically partnering with brands to do live shopping in their store, which I also think is a really interesting concept, like to have someone go into let's say Aritzia, for example, and do a live try on of a bunch of things and allow people to buy things in the moment. I think that's a really cool concept. It's a more interactive version of doing a haul, which if you're like me, love. I love watching hauls. I love seeing what people get and I love seeing them try it on because it helps me further understand and decide what I want to get instead of ordering and taking a chance. And then there's another app called Flip that I've seen a lot of people using recently and it's similar. You'll get an item. You can also win a few items, I think. I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know. But it's basically product reviews of people trying things that they get on the app and giving their honest feedback on things. And then also building community on there and talking to other people who have tried those products. So it's definitely more personal and more in-depth. Between TikTok and then Walmart and now a few other apps that I'm seeing pop up in the space that are based on live shopping, I really think it's going to gain more momentum in 2024. But again, I think this is all going to come down to a battle of authenticity. Because whether you're on Instagram creating branded content or TikTok creating branded content, content, or maybe you just started using Flip or Pop Shop Live, there's always going to be that question of how do you share the things that you're using in life with your community and make it feel real and authentic and not like you're like shoving products down people's throats. So I think that live shopping is going to really have a moment this year. I'm enjoying it so far. Again, I have my qualms with it, but I'm curious to hear what you guys think. What do you think of live shopping? Is it working for you guys? DM me. You know, I love to chat about these things with you guys. So 
feel free to DM me anytime. And when this episode goes live, I'll also put it in my broadcast channel so you guys can engage with the poll that I'll do there. I'd love to hear your thoughts because it will also help me curate what I'm sharing with you guys as well. While we're on the note of things that I think are going to boom in 2024, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up one of our sponsors, Bestiaire Collective. As you guys know, it is my favorite destination and the leading platform to buy and sell pre-owned authenticated designer items. I got some incredible pieces over the holiday that I've been wearing nonstop. I got the coolest vintage Givenchy earrings for under $200, which was such an incredible steal. And a few months ago, I lost one of my favorite pairs of Celine sunglasses and ended up finding a new pair on Vestiaire. And so I was so happy to have those back in my closet. I've been wearing these two nonstop and it's all thanks to Vestiaire. If you guys haven't tried it before, it is the best place to buy and sell authenticated pre-loved fashion from high-end designers to vintage treasures. And it has a global curated assortment. For those of you who want to get rid of some things in your closet at the beginning of the year, it offers the lowest selling fee of any other resale site. They only take 12%. And for every item you sell, you get to keep over 85% of the sale price. Another reason to sell with them, they also charge no fees on your first listing up to $300. You get paid 72 hours after the first buyer receives. I love it because you are truly empowered to own the sale. You set the price, message the buyers directly, and consider any offers. I love it because I get to connect with different fashion people around the world. And now you guys can get 15% off your first app order. It's such a good steal. Up to $150 off with code VCFRIEND. Again, download the app. That's Vestiaire Collective, V-E-S-T-I-A-I-R-E Collective, and get 15% off your first order using code VCFRIEND. Enjoy. It's the new year, which means it's the perfect time to refresh your shoe collection. And if you know me, you know I love a little closet refresh. You truly feel like a new person. I want you guys to elevate your style this season with my favorite styles from Bionic. If you guys haven't tried it yet, they have the best curated styles to get you ready for the new year. Really comfortable sneakers that can take you from day to night rich leathers and suede for your workwear favorites, moving from winter into spring, and performance sneakers to keep your fitness goals moving. One of my favorite things about Bionic and why I've stuck with them for so long is they have an exclusive Motion technology. It's really what sets them apart for me. They actually began revolutionizing medical orthotics, and today they continue to use that same science to engineer shoes that leave me feeling so energized and confident all day. And this year, I've made it a resolution. I am no longer compromising comfort for style. Sure, I love a good shoe, but honestly, I'm saying goodbye to my achy feet and arches after sporting my favorite sneakers and sticking with Bionic's trending styles that also deliver so much comfort. I have been living in the Nova sneaker. It's been my favorite shoe for a couple months now. There's so much support. They come in so many different colors and they're really affordable. The other shoe that I'm loving is their Arinda square toe ballet flat. It's really hard to find a good square toe ballet flat these days. And I love how cool and innovative the style is, but I also feel so much support while I'm wearing the flat, which is so rare. And they even offer a 30-day guarantee. You guys can wear them, love them, or return them for a full refund within 30 days. Use my code FRIEND15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at www.bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. The code is only valid for one-time use only, so go check it out. Bionic Shoes, they are wearable well-being for your feet. Okay, so I want to get into the brand that I think is going to just dominate this year. And this is a brand that I've been paying attention to and loving. And the reason that I say it's going to pop off is because I had five different people in my life, all different body types and all different styles come to me and send me one of their dress links and be like, should I buy this for your wedding? And that's how you know that they're doing well. 
That brand is Victoria Beckham. And I have so loved watching Victoria Beckham's journey as a fashion designer. Not only do I think she is, of course, a style icon and someone that everybody looks up to, but truly for a woman in her position, she really is the definition of perseverance. And I say that because she actually announced at the end of last year that her brand, after 17 years, finally turned a profit for the first time. And not to say that that's something we could normalize. I know that that is super inaccessible to so many designers out there to be able to have the funds to last 17 years without turning a profit. But it really is a testament to that perseverance that she has to keep the brand going. And she's done that in so many ways that I truly admire. First, I'll never forget watching her first real runway show in Paris last year. She closed the show. She got a standing ovation. It was a stunning show, by the way. And she was in tears walking off the runway. And you could just tell that she really pours her heart and soul into this. While she was an amazing singer, you can tell that like this is her thing and she loves making clothes. And it's just really wonderful to see this brand really have its moment. Also, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the Netflix documentary on her husband and their whole family that obviously I think put the brand probably on a bigger map. I think the brand was really obviously familiar to so many people in fashion, but on a larger scale, I think this is the first time that she's really getting the notoriety that she deserves. And she's been super strategic with her growth. I mean, even the launch of Victoria Beckham Beauty in the last two years, I think definitely increased sales in an incredible way. If you guys have not tried Victoria Beckham Beauty, I'm going to give you a firsthand testimony that it is so good. So, so, so good. I actually put her mascara on my Instagram two months ago and had so many people reach out to me and be like, oh my God, it really is so good. It's smudge free, which I feel like is like a really, for me, it was a novel concept. I didn't know that that was a thing. But after I've tried smudge free, I can really never go back. It doesn't like run down my face when I'm washing my face at night. I can literally put like a washcloth on. It will come right off in like little particles versus smudging. And I think that that is just, I'm never going back. I think I'm buying her mascara in bulk for the unforeseeable future. And she also came out with great accessories, which I feel like for a brand accessories really are your moneymaker. It's your bags, it's your shoes, it's your beauty. Like that's where you can really move product. So I think she made some really smart moves in the past two years to bring her brand to a profitable place. That in tandem with the Netflix show and the runway shows in Paris, I think she's made some really smart moves and I cannot wait to see this brand do more this year. Again, the reason why I think it's going to really take off is that I had so many different people in my life come to me and be like, how beautiful is this Victoria Beckham dress? And I was like, yes. It is. Go for it. So really fun to see. So excited to see her brand thrive. And now that she's profitable, I'm excited to see what 2024 brings for her. Staying on the note of trends and things that I think are going to continue in 2024, how are we all feeling about bows? I feel like it really hit its peak with the holidays. I did not think that when I saw bows go down the runway at Miu Miu and Sandy Lang and Simone Rocha that we would be seeing those bows on our Christmas trees. Like that really threw me for a loop. But I love to see it. I love to see the trend really cross so many different sectors. And quite honestly, I kind of liked the Christmas tree bows. I thought that they were very cute. It was fun. It was different. But it's been interesting to see how long this trend has continued to thrive in fashion and beyond. And I was actually reading a really fun article that Business of Fashion wrote about bows. And the opening line just killed me. It was, how do you make something banal or even upsetting seem a little bit more pleasant? put a pretty pink bow on it. And it's really true. Like, I think that there's so much going on in the world right now. There's so much 
anger and hate. And I think that that is deeply tied to how many bows we're seeing out there in the world. Like people just want to put a bow on it and make it look pretty and cute and nice. And even though I know a lot of people are sick of it, I really think it's going to continue on into the year. Keep in mind that bows came after the resurgence of the ballet flat, the resurgence of ballet core, like all of these really pretty feminine moments, like bows, gingham print, hearts everywhere, really fun, whimsical collars. Like we're seeing all of these really playfully feminine motifs in fashion right now. And so that's why I think the bow is going to continue on. This is a fashion called the coquette trend. It's characterized by playful and whimsical and somewhat childlike motifs. And I've actually been thinking about my own experience exploring femininity through fashion. And I was in college living in New York 2012 to 2016, which was the rise of the girl boss era. And while that was grounded in feminism, it definitely wasn't feminine. It was like, be a boss, demand attention, work really hard. We want equal pay. It was the rise of me too. It was not soft and pretty at all. And something I actually noticed in a lot of my friends' resolutions this year that I loved to see. It was interesting. I actually saw on like over five of my friends' resolutions that they posted on their Instagram. One of the resolutions was soft feminine energy. And it resonated with me, of course, but it definitely also like a light bulb went off in my mind that like, I think people are moving on from that girl boss era in a really healthy, amazing way. I love that so many people I follow are leaning into this like soft feminine energy and then it's reflecting in the way that we dress. I even think back to some makeup trends of last year, like the strawberry makeup and the freckles. It's all really dainty and feminine and beautiful and aim to make you feel pretty. So I'm excited about this. It's something I want to see more of this year. Love seeing so many of my friends embrace this like soft, feminine, beautiful energy and harnessing that within themselves. I think it's really fun and I can't wait to see more of it. And I'm excited to see how this could be accentuated in fashion in a deeper way. Whether it's like flowy skirts coming back in and more bows and more fun collars and puffy sleeves, like things that really feel feminine, childlike, and fun. So if something sucks this year in 2024, it's going to be fine. Just put a pretty pink bow on it. And last but not least, I want to talk about another brand that I think is doing really cool things in fashion and beyond right now and to keep your eye on because I think that they're going to continue on their domination in 2024. And that's Aloe Yoga. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know I'm a big aloe girly. I work out in their gym a few times a week. I wear all of their leggings and clothes. I'm part of their community and I'm just such a huge fan of the brand. That's not why I'm talking about them today. I genuinely think that they have made such a big impact in the past year and have really, in my mind, won this war on how can, as a brand, you constantly be top of mind for people. And I feel like I'm seeing it everywhere, obviously in my own life, but I have so many friends that are more engaged with Aloe now more than ever. They have Aloe Moves, which is the online platform that they have for workouts. They opened the Aloe Gym about a year and a half ago in New York, LA, and Miami, where they invite influencers in to come and work out. And there's tons of content coming out of there. They also now have supplements and ingestibles on the horizon. They just came out with a ready-to-wear collection last year and, of course, have their ever-expanding collection of incredible athleisure. I think that they're really writing the playbook for brands in the future that want to start in one category and then branch out into everything. It's like find your lane, be really, really good at it, stick to that lane for a few years so you can build brand recognition, 
And then you can kind of do anything as long as it's like in their world and makes sense. They really can do anything at this point. Personally, my favorite part, of course, has been the gym. In the past few years, I can truly say that being a part of the Allo Gym has been one of the highlights for me. Not only has it given me so much community every morning, but it's also been amazing to see a brand be really smart and creative with the way that they work with content creators in 2023 and 2024. It's not your standard, oh, we're going to find this one creator, do a partnership, and that's it. This is like a constant community that they're nurturing and fostering. And I think that's really unique. Not a lot of places are doing that and doing it well. And it's basically an easy way for them to get content. So again, I think setting a really cool new playbook for brands that are interested in growth and marketing. If you are someone listening right now that wants to start a brand or you're working at a big brand right now, Allo is such a good case study to look at and really learn and grow from. The other thing that I think is really exciting looking at brands like Allo is thinking about the possibilities of like global expansion. I'm really excited to see the way they integrate into places on a global scale. I could see more gyms opening up. I could see them have hotel partners down the line where, you know, I'd probably be more inclined to book a hotel if there's an Allo gym. I could see them opening more classes to the public. There are just so many avenues that they can grow in. The sky's really the limit. And they set that up for themselves. I think it's a brand that really, really and truly has built undefeated customer trust. And so because that they've done that, they can really do anything. Based on this episode, I'm already loving what 2024 has in store for us. I feel like 2023 really felt like the year that fashion came back in full force post-pandemic. I felt like designers were designing at their peak. I feel like post-SAG strike, the red carpets were better than ever. I feel like personal style was at a point where it was really innovative and different, and I was feeling really inspired by people around me. So I feel like it really set us up for an incredible 2024 in fashion. I can't wait. If you guys are not subscribed to the show yet and you want to keep hearing amazing news in fashion throughout the year, make sure you're subscribed on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And while you're at it, if you want to help me kick off the new year on a great note, leave me a review. I love hearing from you guys and your thoughts, how we can improve the show, what you're loving, and so much more. As you guys know, we launch new episodes every Monday. And next Monday is going to be a fun one. I have a guest who I love coming back on the show. And we're going to be talking about some of the hottest new items for 2024. So I'll see you guys then. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Friend of a Friend. Before you go, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at tiermedia.com. And for more behind the scenes of the show, visit us at friendofafriend.us and follow me at Liv Perez on Instagram. Don't forget the two Vs. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.